Mythology Friends. I'm Kay. I'm Jen. And I'm the other Jen. And we're the Drunk, Drunk Mythology, Mythology Gals. Mythology Gals. Oh, oh, I think I got you. Very no, close. You, you got Kate. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know who I was getting. I was just, I'm going after one of you. <laughs> you got Kate. <laughs> I feel like we're all like sharks. Kate's the low-hanging fruit. She's the, the easy target. Okay, well, I, think yeah, this well, is, again, I think this is the first she, time in my life just... I've been described as low-hanging fruit. <laughs> You're just trying to like doggy paddle your way in that shark tank. Um, Too bad you can't doggy paddle though. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's going to be one of those episodes. I feel like we're being perfectly pleasant with you. We can't help that these are facts about you. Right? That well, this is you who know you what? are as a person. We love you despite you being low-hanging fruit. We love you because you are low-hanging fruit. Um, I mean, what does that say even about us, though? Right. <laughs> so aside from being damned with faint praise on a regular basis by my gens... <laughs> uh yeah today i've got a super fucked up episode for you guys oh. it's got everything what it's... are we offering up to odin for this well um i'm going to be offering up all a, a original gen my pain and suffering in researching this episode <laughs> pain so suffering that, mental anguish everything so that tells us that you're the one that's going to have the tech challenges this week <laughs> bite your tongue just saying <laughs> i almost sent a photo this morning i thought no i'm not going to tempt fate because i had a rye cracker with peanut butter for breakfast and i'm almost in a picture of the rye cracker I said oh look it's odin <laughs> but i didn't well there goes the episode <laughs> peanut butter on a rye cracker it good. was better. It was better than my breakfast yesterday because we forgot to go to the grocery store. And I don't know if you went to hear this story. Yeah, but it, we it do. was the worst. It was the worst breakfast of I think human history. Oh yes, we have to hear this now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you can't tease us. Nah, just move just along. Not, not tell was, us. Yeah, it was a breakfast of various powders. What? <laughs> because. You know, those cr all I had was like a box of those carnation breakfast essentials. Oh, That's yep, vanilla, I'm, right? I'm familiar with those. Okay, yeah. well, I thought, okay, nothing else for breakfast. I have this. Went to the okay. fridge. There's no milk. Oh, dear. So then I thought, okay, what am I going to do? Oh, I have a can of powdered goat milk still in the pantry. <gasps> what, 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 what? Okay. Um, yep. Oh. So I thought I saw a solution to a problem. Right? Yeah. And so then I had powdered to first mix milk. the powdered goat milk. And yeah. then you needed warm water. So okay. already there's – you're losing. Right. And then I put in <laughs> the powdered vanilla carnation. Uh, and it was it was a very – it was an experience of flavors. Wait, vanilla powdered goat milk? <laughs> well, yeah. That's basically what it was. Uh, it was like drinking a chemistry set. That's how it <laughs> Let it's us know if I you're actually want. glowing. Yeah, it was a flavor I never want again in my life. And the fact that it was also kind of like lukewarm on top of it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that was, the bad part. That was my story. That was my breakfast yesterday. And I do feel oh. like in a way that's an offering to Odin because of my misery. There you go. 
There you go. So other Jen, what's making you miserable? Oh, I have so many things. So we, um, this past weekend, we had a whole bunch of rain on Saturday morning where we are, Mm -hmm. like torrential, like flooding and like everybody's iPhones were going off with flood alerts until like noon at least. And um, we went over to my parents' house that we're still trying to get everything out of, basically walked into the Rainforest Cafe. (laughs) (laughs) Emphasis on the rain. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah, there's popcorn ceiling on the floor. Well, I guess it's the uh, pro that that got rid of some of the popcorn for you. Right? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That was that was Odin helping you. That's there we how go. He helps. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So I've been <laughs> dealing with trying to get in touch with the roofer who put the roof on only four years ago, and so basically, been... your pain in trying to get a home improvement professional. Yeah, to just call me back. <laughs> yeah, we're offering that up. And like on top it. of all kinds of drama at the day job and yeah. tech challenges, I was texting Kate, like, we have this um, external hard drive where I keep sensitive files, you know, like taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wouldn't open last night. The drive wouldn't open for me. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> it's just been speed bump after speed bump yeah. for like a week. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, really, 18 months. If we're being honest, right? Yeah. Right? Pretty All much. Around. But yeah, it just nonstop. So yeah. yes, I have suffering rather than food. I don't even have any food in front of me. I you have... know, that's okay. I think he does better with our suffering than with I, our pleasures. I, Maybe so. I agree. I, that's what I think wants. we have to just focus on what we're suffering with. Okay. I have a Burt's Bees lip balm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that's... Yeah. What I've got here. I'm fidgeting with the lip balm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I will say that this week, um, you know, we're all suffering, but we may not be suffering as bad as this poor, innocent, uh, natural cave north of Athens that's just like minding its own business, trying to do its cave thing, hang with the other caves. Except that humans keep busting in to do sketchy shit in there. Wait, you're saying cave, right? We're yes. hearing that correctly? Cave. An actual cave. C-A-V-E. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Carry on. <laughs> so, okay. I'm going to use a restaurant metaphor. Ooh. It's a weird thing, but I noticed this, like, especially in Boston, there were certain, like, real estate locations where it was probably perfectly fine. Like, it's a good location. It's got access to the T. It's, you know, got high foot traffic. It's, it should be a super successful restaurant spot. Okay. But it's mm-hmm. like every other year the restaurant goes out of business. Mm. Like nothing sticks. And I've seen like three or four of these like over the 20 years I lived in Boston. And there's just something about 
you know, these locations, for some reason, whatever restaurant goes in there, is there less than two years? Wow. And I don't know if you've seen stuff like that, you know, in Raleigh or whatever, but there's just, and and I've heard it's kind of like there's an urban legend, you know, among restaurants that there are just some locations that will just won't work. Right. So I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, that's kind of like this cave. Like it, it, it's just trying its best to be a cave, but (laughs) you know, humans keep fucking it up. And which humans we're talking about ancient humans, 19th century humans, the U S military, the Greek military, uh, ghost hunters, and someone who died there at some point and ended up as a mummy and a 19th century brigand. Oh, a, a mummy? A mummy. Oh. Welcome to Develis Cave. Oh. oh my God. I regret my beverage choice. Oh. <laughs> we can always pause. Oh no. I I have ice water. I have ice. There's ice in it. it well, the ice is melted. Just like so the frigid depths of spelunking into a cave. I can't get a good <laughs> clinking noise because the ice is almost melted. But there's oh, like no. there's like two ice. little floater, little baby two cubes. floaters. It's <laughs> like the I wrong. Know. I was like what? <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, I just had oh. another cup of coffee, doctored. Um, okay, so I'm I'm up and down, which puts me right in the <laughs> perfect middle. <laughs> Oh shit, <laughs> Jen! I I'm drinking an espresso with a lot of sugar in it, and it's <gasps> fantastic. Oh wow! Oh, this yeah. is gonna be wild. This is gonna be quite. We're dry. all caffeinated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did have. I was over caffeinated leading into this. Yeah, it's um, gonna be great. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Who's hitting the pop filter? <laughs> that was me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Apologize to Kim. Uh, sorry, Kim. <laughs> Remember, I helped you with TikTok. <laughs> uh, yeah, that like that counts for anything. Sorry, there is no mercy in drunk mythology, gals. I know. <laughs> there is no tenderness. There is no compassion. <laughs> there is only rage. Exactly, only rage. So I guess and that's our disclaimer. Yep. <laughs> to not drink and drive cars, chariots, eight-legged horses, the rage of a thousand glowing boars. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. You know Whatever. what? Let's, let's just get started. A long time ago when the world was fucking young. All right. So we're going to be talking about Develis Cave and uh, the first thing you ladies will see in this script is a picture of the cave. No, the first thing I see is a bunch of sources. Well, that's right. from that's because <laughs> I, you know, because you're you. Yes, because I, I have sources. I I like to. <laughs> God damn it! It's already one of those episodes. Okay, and the first source is Wikipedia. Yes. <laughs> I've always said Wikipedia is a great place to start. It is. And then, yes, but you, yes. Yeah. Then Atlas Obscura, yeah. that's, that's respectable. Yeah. Well, and look, I'm just going to, 
you know, I have, I didn't add all the other sources that I ended up finding because I'm like, yeah, 15 tabs open. But yeah, we <laughs> have everything from the BBC to oh my gosh, wow. even gave credit on the photo. The theoy.com to like, I've just, I have to go back and like actually put in all the things that I looked at because people will definitely want to like check out some of these, uh, some of these sources because the pictures are freaky anyway and we are now posting these pictures up on our website that's right um we're a little delayed getting the website live because of a transition that hasn't happened yet behind the scenes but yeah (laughs) yeah they're gonna be uh (laughs) in their own little special section that other jen is in charge of yeah. Tell them what I called that section on the website. Fuck. Go ahead. Tell them. Not to scale. Nope. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's great. I approve. I'm glad right? you can be accurate, at least with that. You know, I'm just putting it out there. Like, I- I'm admitting that these images are not to scale. So, boom. But anyway, <laughs> so the first right. image you see is a photo of Develis Cave and it's got like a nice big cave opening mouth yep. and you can see that there are some churches actually built into the rock which is kind of cool yeah that's like yeah it's like right there at the opening yep. partially inside yep so they Why? carved parts of the sanctuary into the rock and then built the bricked up facades, you know, they built it outwards. So Did you already say if this cave is natural or man-made? It's natural. Okay. It's All right. It's absolutely natural and it is uh yeah. So Alrighty. instead of an origin story <laughs> Multiple Uh-oh. origin stories. We've got multiple names. Oh. It could be called Pantelis Cave, Pantelli Cave, Pendeli Cave, Pentelli Cave, Develli Cave, Develis Cave, <sighs> which really fucked up my research and made it like, oh, I don't know, six times as hard. But anyway. Wow. The cave is located about 15 miles uh northeast as Odin's ravens fly outside of Athens. Mm -hmm. Google traffic (laughs) says it takes about an hour and 23 minutes to get there from the center of Athens. And having driven in Greece, I'm like, yep, that sounds just about right. Okay. Uh, The area around the cave in prehistoric times, they've found fossils of fucking rhinoceros mastodons antelopes and giraffes wow very cool like greek rhinoceros and giraffes yeah no they were greek (laughs) i we're going to move on so the mountain i guess they ate a lot of baklava You know, I had baklava last night and it was delicious. I regret nothing. Um, The geology of the mountains is primarily limestone, but they also have large marble deposits. Cool. 
The highest point right. is 3,638 feet or 1,109 meters or basically three quarters of a mile. Okay. So is there anything in the United States that we could like make a reference to that? Like, I oh, isn't Denver the mile high city? There you go. So it's like a little shorter than Denver. I thought you said you okay. did your research. You should be anticipating these questions. No. <laughs> no. I I refuse to anticipate anything from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's you know, obviously time ha- and humans have done their damage, but it is still about 60 to 70% covered by forest, which is great. Um, well, that's nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Highest point of Penteli Mountain. So I've got a little photo that I found and it's not to fucking scale. <laughs> so the earliest evidence that they have found of use of the cave was around the 5th century BCE. Now, the cave, the the whole mountain is renowned through the ancient world for its marble, which has a faint yellowish tint, which when the sunlight hits it, makes it look like it's glowing. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. That's right. That's right. I worked worked the glowing aspect into it. Thank you. I appreciate it. So the the Penteli marble, the Mount Penteli marble was actually used for construction of the Parthenon in Athens. And then it was later uh, mine quarried and exported to Rome because fuck the Romans. They're like, oh, that looks nice in Greece. We'll take it. The stone was moved down the mountain into the city by a system of pulleys and ropes. It wasn't aliens. I just need to make that clear from the start. And you can actually still see some of the ancient tracks that they used for this. So I thought that was kind of cool because it wasn't aliens. Mm-hmm. There, I, I mean, there might be aliens involved later, but there are no aliens at this point. Was so, it, wasn't, what was the name of the horse that, uh, I guess was the father? Oh, the wall building horse? Yeah. What was the wall the building horse? Svaddle, Svari. Svaddle, 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 yeah. Svad, <laughs> I think we decided to call yeah. that. Or swaddling. Sven. Sven. <laughs> swaddling. <laughs> the beautiful horse. The, yes. Or no 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 it was no, Loki was the beautiful Loki horse. as yeah. a horse was yeah. the beautiful one the hot horse yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh some things are just wrong okay yeah so, so maybe they borrowed the horse to help you know move the no, stones no no it, pulleys no. and ropes no aliens no horses <laughs> it just wasn't a thing were you there so how I didn't know? have to be there. <laughs> Okay, so today the Penteli municipality has about 34,000 people and it was incorporated in 2011. Four villages merged to become the municipality of Penteli. The Pentelis train station also serves the Penteli astronomical station of the National Observatory of Athens. Okay, so... 
now that I've kind of just lightly glossed over the uh, history of the mountain and the cave, we're going to get into the worship of Pan because they found evidence of a cult of Pan deep in the cave. The cult? What? So who... Yeah, yeah. This is where we kind of get to the mythology part of things. Yeah, who um, or what is Pan? Yeah. So who the fuck was Pan? Pan. I, the name was, is vaguely familiar. Yeah. So you probably recognize an image of him if you saw it. He was the god of shepherds and hunters. He had a little he pan was, flute. Yeah, with the little <laughs> goat he? legs. Oh, yeah. that's him. That's a pan flute <gasps> guy. Oh. And so okay. he he was the patron of shepherds, hunters, you know, all wild spaces like meadows and forests and mountains, anything that wasn't cultivated or settled. Um, his cult originated in Arcadia. And here is a not to fucking scale map of Arcadia. I appreciate but, you specifying so I know. But Kate, it is to scale. It has the little bar at the bottom right corner that shows the scale. Yeah, I, I resized that shit to make it fit. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, and you know, at this point, I'm just going to say everything is not to scale because, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to win, am I? Never. No. Yeah. Okay. So. But basically, uh, it started in, you know, Arcadia, which is like the little um, teal spot in the center of the Peloponnesian Peninsula, and then kind of spread outwards. Okay. So just because he like lived in the wilderness, don't get the idea that he was like a little peacenik tree hugging hippie god. He was an asshole who spent his days playing the pipes and chasing nymphs and drinking with Dionysus and basically oh. causing mischief and chaos and terrifying people. Hmm. Sounds like someone else I know. <laughs> Sounds very Greek. <laughs> you know, I, I may have done that at some point, but whatever. We all had that period in college. Um, <laughs> whatever boomer um, <laughs> I didn't alright yeah so anyway I was very untraditional in college but anyway yeah moving on moving on <laughs> um, so let's start with his name Pan because you know we've got the Pan flutes and we usually associate it with the meaning all like pandemic or panhellenic like but it also can be panic pandemonium oh. uh, yeah and in the ancient arcadian dialect it means rustic so uh but yeah another like i said another thing about pan is his unseen presence causes panic in the people who traversed his wild domain. Okay. So people yeah. wander into his little area of the forest. Mm -hmm. and, and they're have like, Blair Witch. Okay. All right. 
They get Sorry. like all Blair Witched and Pan's like, ha ha, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so Pan was a fawn, which made him half man, half goat. Okay. This is different from a satyr who had the ears and tails of a horse and occasionally was depicted with horse legs. Got it. I think I followed that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just. All right. Same hoofs, different. <laughs> different, different what, Kate? Uh, different you know, quantity? Never mind. I, I was going somewhere and I lost it. So anyway, but you know what? I'm going to get back at you because we've got multiple origin stories. Oh, shit. Ooh. Of course you do. Of course we I do. Multiple names for the cave, multiple origin stories for this dude, Pan. Yep. That's why the notes are 14 pages long. They're indented. Okay. It's an indented outline, okay? <laughs> <laughs> now, unusually, for mytho- any mythology whatsoever, uh, Pan actually has an A-plus dad. Hermes. What? Wow. Is that even possible? It is. Like, Hermes is totally... He's good. Now, his mother... Is, you know, she's fine, but we also have options as to who she is. Like some sources say she's Penelope the nymph. And I think somebody must have gotten confused back then because, oh, I don't know, they did nothing but drink everything other than water and was like, oh, you mean Penelope the wife of Odysseus? Because like there's one variation where Penelope goes back to her father's place in Sparta and uh, ends up fucking Hermes. But I just don't know. Oh. I don't I don't buy it. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. And then there's uh the idea that Hermes married some random daughter of a guy named Dryopus. And original Jen, <laughs> how about this reading from Homer and the Homeric hymn to Hermes? Okay. Yeah. Him, that's always a Tells you that's a great read right there. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Hermes came to Arcadia, the land of many springs and mother of flocks. There. <laughs> I know what you were running. That is not what my brain yeah, was hearing. I know. <laughs> there were, uh, there were, where his sacred place is as god of Kayleen. Uh, for there, though a god, he used to tend a curly fleeced sheep in the service of a mortal man. <laughs> this is, why did you make me read this? <laughs> because Be- I love you. <laughs> because there fell on him and waxed a strong melting <laughs> desire to wed the rich tressed daughter of Dryopos. And there he brought about the merry marriage. But he specified it was Mary. And in the house she bore Hermes, a dear son, who from his birth was marvelous to look upon, with goat's feet and two horns, a noisy, merry, laughing child. But when the nurse saw his uncouth face and full beard, she was afraid and sprang up and fled and left the child. Then luck bringing Hermes received him and took him in his arms. Very glad in his heart was the god. And he went quickly to the abodes of the deathless gods, carrying his son wrapped in warm skins of mountain hares, and set him down besides 
beside Zeus and showed him the rest of the gods. Then all the immortals were glad in heart and Dionysus especially. They called the boy Pan because he delighted all their hearts. Aww. I told you, A plus dad. That's all warm and fuzzy in the, right? the second part. The first part's just kind of weird. Um, <laughs> curly but fleeced it's, sheep. It's kind of interesting if I can make a sidebar. Yeah. Because sometimes the, the one association of like Norse gods to Greek, like they'll a lot of times say that Loki is the equivalent of Hermes. Which you know, <laughs> makes sense. So I yeah. found interesting here. Hermes, what does he do? He gives birth to. I mean, at least he's not giving birth. But like, right. anyway, he, he has a child. He fathers a half animal, half human, mm-hmm. similar to Loki, and also then brings it back to the gods, which they are all delighted. Kind of like you know, Fenrir got brought and was delighting all the gods until he, he wasn't. Yeah. But it's interesting that in a way, this trickster figure also makes hybrids. Yeah. yeah. And that's my end of my sidebar. No, I like it. I I, I like it. You know, because um, her. I mean, I didn't focus on Hermes because, you know, it, uh, in our trickster series. But yeah, he and Prometheus are hailed mm-hmm. as the primary divine tricksters of yeah. Greek mythology, and Odysseus is like the paragon of a mm-hmm. mortal trickster. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I thought I'd share like a the one like a plus fatherhood moment yeah that was very nice there you go (laughs) thank you uh so delightful little bearded baby pan grows up and starts hanging with the wrong crowd because what did his worship involve um yeah well let's start with where people worshiped him they have found his oldest shrines and altars and artifacts in natural caves and grottos. Um, Later, as his cult spread over the ancient Mediterranean, there would be actual temples and buildings and arches and things like that. But, you know, the earliest and quote unquote purest uh, sites for the cult of Pan were these caves. So that's the tie in to that's the, the tie into the Develis cave. So, right. for example, he's the patron god of hunters. Now, if hunters didn't have a good hunt after praying to Pan, they would find a statue of Pan and whip it. What? Yes. There is no word on whether Pan enjoyed it or not. Oh, my God. But, yeah, they would flay the statue. Oh, my goodness. Okay. In some shrines, there were, quote unquote, <clears throat> eternal flames kept burning, or maybe not so eternal because they went out after, oh, I don't know, a couple hundred years. Uh, <laughs> other shrines, uh, he supposedly appeared and would give out oracles. I'm thinking like some mo- mountain man in a goat skin came out and he's like, motherfuckers, you're going to die. <laughs> and then like went back in and started like braiding his beard, you know. Anyway. All right. Uh, some places had games in his honor, like the mini Olympics type, you know, sports, races, wrestling, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Maybe but, the original X Games. Yeah. <laughs> but primarily drinking drugs and sex. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, those are pretty great things. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, it's pretty much like a really happening party. So yeah. um, I found this guy who it, uh, made one of the major discoveries about Pan um, uh, in the recent archaeological uh, news. And so Dr. Michael Eisenberg from the University of Haifa at Hippos in Israel said, the worship of Pan sometimes included ceremonies involving drinking, sacrifices, and ecstatic rituals, including nudity and sex. The worship usually took place outside the city walls, in caves, and other natural settings. Uh, the reason he's famous, so the reason Dr. Eisenberg is like really like, you know, uh, well known on this is because if you look at the uh, photo that I have included. It is a restored bronze mask of Pan that was found in ancient Hippos near Haifa in Israel. Hmm. Okay, so that's interesting. And it's it's you know probably um, I saw a picture of it before its restoration, and it you know looked to be about about two feet tall. So they posit that it was hung on a wall or it was actually embedded on um, an arch to signify that through here was the party <laughs> for ah, Pan. Ah. Okay. So, you know, again, clearly, uh, you know, this is Pan and you can see the two little horns at the top of his head. And oh, yeah. I almost didn't see those with the curly hair. Yeah. They blend right in. But mm -hmm. now that you point them out, I see them. And yeah. then you can see his chin, the little, like, mm -hmm. beard on the yeah. bottom of his chin. Yep. So, you know, the iconography has, you know, is consistent. And this is, again, several hundred years later than the 5th century BCE when they started finding the earliest artifacts of Pan in Develis Cave. So it just kind of shows like the cult spread all over the ancient Mediterranean. Okay. So how do we know that this Pan shit went down in Develis Cave? They found archaeological uh, uh, fragments of vases and reliefs and other uh, cultish celebratory uh you know, equipment, but I literally spent an hour trying to find a picture of what they have found. And I couldn't find anything because I think all of the images are held in copyright by the uh, Archaeology Museum of uh, Athens. Mm -hmm. ah. So unfortunately, no pictures of that. But I thought the Mask of Pan was kind of a cool thing. Like, sure. you know, if you're going to have a fucked up like dark, you know, like let's do the thing kind of God <laughs> uh, partying yeah. in the basement of a cave. Like, it's yeah, their version of putting the balloons on the mailbox. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So after the, uh, you know, ancient Greek religion sort of melted away or was beaten out of everybody <laughs> by Christianity, uh, you have those two Byzantine churches built 
into the side of the cave. Now, this oh. is wild because it's literally a usually a church is dedicated to one saint, right? Yeah. This yeah. is an ancient bogo buy one get one gone wrong because Uh-oh. one half of the church is dedicated to the Byzantine Saint uh, Spiridon and the other to Saint Nicholas. That's interesting. Saint Nicholas, yeah. like Saint Nick Nicholas? Yeah. Yeah. The Aww. Byzantine equivalent. Yeah. <gasps> and uh, it was also used by 12th century Christian hermits and associated with the Gnostics. And the Gnostics were um, uh, slightly subversive uh, Christian <laughs> okay. uh, interpretation. They, they had a slightly subversive interpretation of the Bible that got stamped out pretty violently. Alrighty. I could do a whole other thing on the Gnostics, but not today. Not today. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) So, you know, we've got ancient God worship. We've got middle age, ages God worship. And then what the fuck happened between the time of those churches in the 19th century? Not fucking much that I could find. I'm assuming, you know, people just continue to worship St. Spiridon and St. Nicholas there. Um, until the 19th century, because the churches apparently had, you know, people weren't going there as much, I guess. And we get the dashing Develis. He was a brigand. What? He was basically a highwayman, a robber, terrorist. pretty angry. He is. Yes, that is him. And he's wearing a, a skirt. Yes, that is part of the Greek national dress of the 19th century and okay um at this time i believe that greece was occupied by the turks and sure well no because i remember that there was like um in the 19th century there that's why lord byron went to fight for greek liberation from the turks from the ottomans Okay. So, you know, um, I just know there's a song by They Might Be Giants, Istanbul. And yeah, they, was they mentioned the Turks. Yeah, yeah. They talk about the Turks in that song. Yep. So, you know, the Ottomans, the Ottoman Turks were very expansionist. And, you know, there's uh, a lot of bad blood between the Greeks and the Turks. And even to this day, because we'll get to that. Um, Oh, dear. Yeah. I mean, you know, there there are uh, massacres and sabotage on both sides. But, you know, the so he Christos Natsios was basically a thief and, you know, Allegedly a freedom fighter. I'd, I couldn't find all that much in English about him. Kind of like a Robin Hood? Sort of, I guess. And he was, you know, like Billy the Kid. He was, you know, gunned down in a shootout. Uh-huh. Um, 
you know, he was cornered and all that. And he used the cave and its extensive natural tunnel system as his hideout and allegedly buried treasure there. (gasps) Oh, there's buried treasure? Possibly. Somewhere in all of those natural tunnels. But who knows? Why don't we know at this point? Um, well, <clears throat> that like I would think this has all already been investigated and what that brings mapped. us to my favorite part of this episode. Uh-oh. The conspiracies. Oh dear god. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, we've got some modern fuckery conspiracy theories going on. Uh, okay. So, from 1977 to 1983, there was a lot of military construction around the cave and inside the cave, ostensibly expanding some of the tunnels, creating new tunnels, and then, boom, suddenly abandoned. Okay. Yeah. What military? Well, that's a good question. Uh, Ostensibly, it was the Greek army, but it could have also been the American army working with the Greeks. It could have been the American army uh, itself with Greek permission. It could have been the Americans pressuring the Greek army. Hmm. Again, it was probably just the Greek army doing its thing. Right. But you never know. That's according to the conspiracy theories. Now, okay. what were they doing there? <laughs> well, one theory says they were hiding nuclear missiles. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you don't hide nuclear missiles in a cave. I'm sorry. Because then how the fuck do you launch them? Right. Right? So yeah. then... There's the urban legend that after the army abandoned the cave, there were these anti-cancer drugs found there. And so they were thinking they were doing a bunch of human experiments. Uh, Why? (laughs) No. The most likely theory, again, can't be proven because the army's not saying shit. Um, But I think it, seems most reasonable is that they were scouting it out for a radar base because again remember the national observatory has an observation station there oh right you mentioned that exactly so it wouldn't you know depending on what kind of radar they were looking to use and what they were looking to track it might have been a good place to start, you know, to build a base. I don't know. But, you know, a a radar base seems more reasonable and in keeping with the idea that, you know, there's already an astronomy station there. Yeah. So anyway, after the army left, uh, the cave was open and people would go in and they would be like, oh my gosh, my electronic devices are going haywire. Mm. But 
while they're saying that they're taking iPhone photos of the cave. Yeah. For destroying the dream. I live <laughs> to destroy the dream. <laughs> and ah. there, there's actually kind of a, a, a scientific reason why that's happening that I'll get into in a second. But yeah. So there usually is. Yeah, is usually there? a science explanation? A very simple science exclamation. Yeah, I mean, but this the- one is actually it's it's simple, <laughs> but it's actually really cool. So okay. anyway, the government stepped in and blocked up the tunnels, and the locals in Pentelis aren't exactly crazy about all the like kooks that come up there. Like the Satanists want to worship pagan you know, do their right. little pseudo pagan rituals there. And, you know, uh, all the ghost hunters and stuff like that. So you can get somewhat into the cave, but, you know, not very far because those tunnels have been blocked off. Okay. Now there's in addition to the military conspiracy stuff, there's also the paranormal stuff. All right. So um, this is a carved handprint yeah. that they say changes its location. Okay. Hmm. Now, can they prove that, though? That is my question. And I, I literally, like, that's all I could find about this handprint. Huh. And I have, you know, I have looked high and I have looked really, really fucking low. <laughs> like some of these sites, I'm like, God damn, I should have used an incognito window. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah. But, uh, you know, like, I mean, that's that would be so easy to if if this really was legit, I would think that you would have photographic evidence of this handprint. Uh Aha, but not if your electronic devices are, like, fucking up, right? That's their Uh, excuse. But, I mean, honestly, like, if you look at ancient Paleolithic and, you know, prehistoric cave art, like, 25,000, 50,000 years ago, you will see that there are handprints painted and carved into cave walls. It's a thing. We don't know why they did it, but they did it. And probably multiples in multiple locations. You think? (laughs) Yeah. Not the same handprint. (laughs) No. So. Oh, some people people are just desperate. To see water running in different directions and even uphill. Now, the tunnels in the cave. Uh, are said to Video lead or to a happen. central pool <laughs> okay. of water in the cave. So I, I I think that is actually verified by the geological data or whatever. Okay. But I, I'm pretty sure um, water doesn't run uphill because gravity. But the ghosts help it. Right. <laughs> No, no, they don't. 
Now, there are stories of explorers getting lost and never emerging from the tunnels. Uh-huh. And that's why the government had to step in and close it down. I'm I'm thinking insurance. <laughs> because nobody wants to pay the nobody in the government wants to pay out a liability claim like that. You know. Yeah. I got into the tunnel and I broke my leg, blah, blah, blah. So um now in 2015, uh, d- a local uh, Athenian man, Demetrios Macrodopoulos. I That's actually, easy for you to say. Yeah, I actually <laughs> got it on the first try. He uh, decided to visit the cave, taking a spirit box along with oh. him. Okay, that tells us a little about him to start with. <laughs> Right. So this article says it's his own invention, but basically a spirit box is, uh, if you've ever seen a ghost hunting show, it scans radio frequencies and these little blips of sound that randomly come through are supposed to be like voices from the other side. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh he also used an infrared camera in the cave which okay right yep using a camera and spirit box in a oh, cave oh but the the technology doesn't work well it's like make up your minds which conspiracy yeah. theory do you guys want to go with so he said the moment he and his friends walked into the cave, he lost control over his five senses. <laughs> the spirit box activated and apparently captured noises like that of angelic children ch- chanting in an ancient Greek language. I mean, that is pretty scary. He identified this chanting as the language of the pixies. Of course. Oh God. That's mm-hmm. definitely always my first thought. Right? Right? It's always pixies. Whatever it is, it's Are they Cornish pixies? pixies? Yeah. (laughs) So. Wow. And this was only, like, you said this was 2015. So this is a modern nut job. Yes. Yes, that's right. I Yes, Dimitri, if you're still alive and you're listening, yes, I just called you a nut job. Prove me wrong. Mm -hmm. Now, he also said his infrared camera and I didn't have a chance to put this into the notes, but um, captured near the cave's uh, center. uh, Sorry. He said his infrared camera recorded ghostly apparitions near the cave center and a tiny pitch black creature lurking at the entrance of the hollow. So. (laughs) All righty. I believe him. I believe that you believe him. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't, I don't see anything suspicious about any of this. It right. seems very reputable to me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, wow. I just okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. 
Now, a 2002 study by Georgios uh, Papadeas of the Institute of Geology and Mineral Exploration of Greece uh, showed that, yeah, there actually is kind of something cool about the cave, uh, that it, it has slate enriched with graphite between the layers of marble, which makes it a really good conductor of electromagnetic waves. Boom! Science! Exactly. <laughs> you just got... There's... Oh. Yeah. And and that was in 2002. That was in 2002. So he could have possibly looked it yeah. up. That was 13 years before Dimitri Markadopoulos. Yeah. 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 Now... Okay. Uh, back to the uh, Turkish thing. Um, back in 1995, there were really bad wildflower, wildflower, wildfires. <laughs> there was a bad outbreak of wildflowers on the mountain. No, there was a bad outbreak of wildfires. Okay. Um, and uh, the uh, former Turkish prime minister... Uh, later on said that those fires were caused by Turkish secret agents. Oh. And I, these, I'm not sure like, why they'd want. At the cave? Uh, on the mountain around the cave. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, why do we care about the fires? Um, just because it goes back to the Turkish-Greek okay. tensions and aggressions and, you know, there's something about this mountain that keeps people coming back to it. <laughs> like, you know, it's like the unlucky restaurant site. This mountain Got cannot it. fucking catch a break. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then oh. I found the, uh, what I like to find no conspiracy theory left behind. Mm -hmm. They found a mummified woman in the cave. Oh, right. You said mummy. I forgot about the mummy already. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, she's a natural mummification. So she's not like a, you know, Egyptian natron preservation, you know. Okay. This was just the effect of a cold, dry environment. All right. And this yeah. was from a an article uh, from Men's House Greece, which is basically kind of like a Maxim. Oh. Or or uh, not Men's Health, Esquire. It's kind of like the es Esquire of oh, Greece. Okay. So, you know, the reporting might be a little, you know, bro. <laughs> but it, you know, it's actually reading through it. He's like, okay, well, here's the actual history of it and blah, 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 blah. Now, right. so this natural mummy is on display in the Criminological Museum of Athens. Why the crimin, crim, cr Criminological yeah. Museum? Yeah. Crimin, criminological. Why that museum? Um. Because it's, uh, it, it has to do with like 
forensic anthropology. So they think this was a crime. Possibly. <gasps> oh. Yeah. We don't like know. she was murdered there, perhaps? Uh, yeah. I can't find anything. Uh, I can't find anything else on it. So, you know, the Dr. Konstantinos uh, Moraitis. Uh, that sounds like a made up name. Yeah, no, Konstantinos Moraitis, I think, uh, told the reporter, there was a natural mummification. It was not artificial as Egyptians did. This body remained in a dry environment, dehydrated and maintained in the condition we see today. To explain it in detail, mummification is a variant of decay. We have soft tissue dehydration, which occurs under certain environmental conditions. High temperature and low humidity required. The skin acquires this woody form. It becomes very hard. Theoretically, it can stay that way forever if it's not infested with tissue-eating insects. The ideal and stable conditions for keeping a mummy, however, require a specially designed refrigerated chamber. That's why when entering the museum, one is called to face intense cold. This is a translation, so it's a little... Okay. Yeah. So... um, you can get us There's a nice still little a question about how too. and when this was mummy was found in the Develis cave. Okay. Um, and the identity of the victim clearly has not been identified. Uh, so I you doubt know. they have dental records that far back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> those are some janky dents dentals. <laughs> To start with, but I mean, this picture is pretty gruesome. We will be sure to put a trigger warning on the the post and put this at the bottom. Oh yeah, I mean, we don't even have to put this one in there. But. No, people want to see this one. Okay, some people, but we'll be sure to. Uh, well, I yeah. will be sure to put a trigger warning that there there's you go. a. There you go. A, a, we can somewhat, we can do like a little black square and say you know like click yeah. through if you want to see this. But yeah, this, you know, like I said, gruesome. this is from the Men's House article, and I tried okay. finding more information about it. It's again, you know, it could. There's there's a legend that the Christos uh, Develnatios the uh, brigand Develi, that he was uh, having an affair with a French duchess, and that they mm. were fleeing through the tunnels, and that the tunnels, one of the tunnels ended at her mansion in Athens, and that, you know, they were discovered and you know there was a showdown there wow you know i i doubt this is the duchess placentia and that was her name (laughs) i i can't even sounds like a place we need to take a field trip and get us a tour guide Mm -hmm. who knows all of the real information Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, you know, like I said, I, I have been literally working on this episode for uh, a, a, 
over a week and it's just every link. I'm like, oh, that's a new spelling. <laughs> Oh, look, there's a new source and there's a fucking mummy. Are you kidding me? (laughs) So yeah, like every time I'm like, okay, okay. You know, it's got the cave pan. It's got like artifacts. That's cool. And then I'm like, oh, there was a 19th century brigand. Oh, look at that. There are ghost hunters. God damn it. There's a mummy. (laughs) It really has everything. It really does. And it's like that Stefan sketch on SNL. There you go. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not I, familiar with that one. Oh, I'll have to send like they're amazing. It's like he's always like promoting some club. It's like they got everything. It has this, it has that, it has that. and it's like just more ridiculous. It's like okay. what we've been listening to basically. <laughs> and it even glows. Yeah. Okay, with that, we're gonna take a quick <laughs> break and we'll be right back with anything that's left over for questions and shit. <laughs> now return to the Trump Mythology Gals for part two, questions and shit. I know we've just done a lot of discussion already in the majority of the episode, <laughs> but, This you know. was a whole lot of pro- Professor Kate. Mm, I know it, it was. was. I know it was, but I, <laughs> I just, I thought for Spooktober. Yeah. You know, I I gave you murder. I gave you like janky sex rituals to an ancient god. I yeah. I, I gave you hauntings. I gave you water flowing uphill. Yeah. yeah. See again, it's it's like Stefan. It's yeah. it could be a nightclub in New York City. Yeah. It could mm-hmm. be. Um. So I actually Googled, "Can water flow uphill?" I have not investigated the validity of this source that I am clicking on, but (laughs) um, it's not Wikipedia. If it's on the internet, it's obviously true. Right? (laughs) I mean, obviously, it's a predominantly science website, like the the, the menu options across the top no i do not want to subscribe um space and physics planet earth strange news animals so they carry a little bit of credibility so far before you know i really dig into this but the answer is yes if the parameters are right for example a wave on a beach can flow uphill even if it's for just a moment water in a siphon flows uphill um a puddle of water if it's um let's see splashed (laughs) um antarctica has a river that flows uphill underneath one of its ice sheets so there is science explanation for upward water movement i'm not gonna go into reading all of it um I, I wonder if there you Googled is... water flowing uphill in caves. Come on, open a new tab. Like I have 5 million tabs open already. I didn't <laughs> pre-close tabs before recording today. Water Fabulous. flowing uphill in caves. Um, yeah, there's, I'm getting all kinds of results. Yeah. 
Oh, really? There's, there's plenty. So really, it's uh, it's okay. So it actually is uh a thing, and not yeah. necessarily a. Uh, a spooky thing it can no, actually it's a be a science thing yeah as it always is yeah yeah, yeah. it's usually science mm-hmm. behind it yep closing that tab <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean like uh, yeah honestly the number of ancient alien websites i've had to like slog through oh right and viral blah 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 just horrible it's been pretty amazing but i did this for you guys i I appreciate you did no you don't but that's okay i still love you (laughs) i mean at least i got you to say that i got you to admit that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, but oh. I, I think this definitely calls for a field trip to Athens. Eventually, we've got to do field trips all over the place. We, well, yeah, we should start a list. I mean, you could <laughs> come here. You could <laughs> come here. We can go to Epcot, and they do have Norway. <laughs> you can um, have a little Norse pavilion. Hi, They're, hot dog. They do when not I'm have Greece, board? though. Of course not. <laughs> We could go to a Greek restaurant. There you go. Uh, you know, they they decided they just can't top the original Greece, so they're not going to do it. <laughs> there you go. But yeah. Oh, yeah, so, this was, um, yeah, this was interesting. There's... Pretty fucked up. Hi, pod dog. Yeah. <laughs> the, so the cave is still open to... Visitors? Uh, to a certain point, yes. To a point. Okay. So we could go and... We could go and then basically try to figure out how to get around the barriers. <laughs> get help. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as as the uh, Loki Gator incarnation... Oh, hang on, pod dog. Hang on! Hang on, pod dog. There you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I, yes, I, while she's wrangling the pod dog, I'll explain what she just referenced. So earlier in the week, I stumbled on a link of which Loki variant are you based on your astrological sign? And Kate got Loki Gator. Yeah, and it was it's perfect. Just, so perfect because and, and, nobody understands me but i but hate we, everybody but we actually all got like the perfect ones because i mean i got president loki yeah who just you know makes everyone yeah. miserable like i do so it worked and just i got pers- kid blindly loki. pursuing your own ambition yeah <laughs> and i love it because i got kid loki the only one yeah. who successfully killed thor i know and can balance would, a spreadsheet. Right. Because that would take a Ravenclaw to pull that off. <laughs> Pretty much. And I got the alligator, the Loki gator, because yes. you know what? Fuck it. Just so full of rage. And which one was Kim? I've already, I can't remember which one Kim was. We looked her up too. Uh, she would be the Gemini one. Oh, right. She was one of the variants on the little Yeah, holograph. the troll one. The troll Loki. Yes. She was troll yes. Loki. 
Well, she does troll us, so yeah. Exactly. Clearly. She trolls us. That was very fitting. Uh, I can try to dig up the link for that and share that if anybody else cares. (laughs) Yeah, no, that'll be fun. That'll be fun to share. I'm writing that down. (sighs) That's going to go on the next set of merch. (laughs) I'm writing that down. Yeah, yeah. So many notes. So what else? Um. I just, I don't know what else to ask. There's... No, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. Like, uh, I I just, it's as a I cave was... that was just trying to do its own thing, like you said. Yeah. And people were like, nope, I'm going to die and mummify myself here. <laughs> yeah. And they got to get Pan involved. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's yeah. like a hotbed for parties well it's the unfortunate restaurant location yeah it's the curse of the unfortunate restaurant location so yeah yeah. poor little cave (laughs) i i will in the show notes include some of the links um but i will uh withhold some of the jankier (laughs) links i had to wade through um so you all can just you know, just chill and see yeah. the, yeah. yeah. So Kate, you're the only one that had alcohol, I think. You had alcohol in the coffee? A little bit. A little bit? A little, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you don't sound like you're drunk. I'm not. Okay. It was I'm really just to keep my heart rate from like spiking with the coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what are we doing next week then? What's we're getting like, as we're recording this, we're right smack in the middle of October. Yeah. So and I'm not sure. We'll <laughs> figure it out. It'll be something spooky. I don't know. Like, is it the Ravens? <laughs> I think we'll do the Ravens. Yeah. That was supposed <gasps> to be today. <laughs> well, that was supposed. Yeah. We're just going to do the ro- Ravens. I wrote it's fine. on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I meant to, but I just ended up like. Uh, no, well, this was this was good. Like today yeah. has been a day, so I appreciate. Right? This. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So We're going, yeah, we, we sometimes we just gotta roll with the punches. Exactly, but you uh, know what? Okay, all good stuff. Yeah, or sort of yeah. whatever. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Yes. Yeah. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, there you go. There's there's a spooky Greek cave <laughs> for you. And I, if I find anything further, because you know I'm going to keep researching this. Of course you are. Because also some of the pictures that I found of the cave itself, I'm like, ooh. I mean, I I love uh caves and spelunking and stuff like that so yeah i'm into this okay yeah you're looking for me you'll find me in a cave i live under a rock anyway it's a natural (laughs) (laughs) it's a natural habitat for me so there you go okay all righty uh yeah so uh, that actually reminds me, we should tell people to add themselves to our social media scrolls. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this has been an episode. But you know what? Add us on Instagram at Drunk Mythology Gals. 
Or on Twitter at Drunk Myth Gals. Or on Facebook at Drunk Mythology Gals. Or on our new website, uh, DrunkMythologyGals.com. Hopefully it'll be up by the time this episode goes out. Fingers crossed. <laughs> on uh, Patreon at Patreon.com slash Drunk Mythology Gals. And we got our first hate mail. Are you serious? <laughs> Not really. Okay. I'm our Patreon listener, Claire, she sent a hate mail that how dare we start talking about Christmas before Halloween. <laughs> you know what? That's all on you, girl. It is. It is. So yeah, it was totally directed at me. And it was like, how dare you start talking about Christmas before I even get a Halloween episode? <laughs> right? Well, this Halloween episode is for Claire. Yeah, there you go. I tried to pack all the spooky shit in there for her. <laughs> so is she having her own nightmare before Christmas? Exactly. <laughs> and I should have seen that coming because yeah. I've known her family since Claire was like tiny and Halloween is their thing in right. that household. And so I should have totally seen that coming. Um, so if anybody else wants to send hate mail, that address is drunkmythologygals at gmail.com. There you go. And as always, a uh, special thanks to Sound Effects Kim for putting the top spin on our sound. <laughs> and trolling us. Yeah. <laughs> There has yet to be an accordion moment in this episode. I'm just saying. Oh, you have no idea what I've written down. Oh, fuck. Okay. So anyway, thanks again for joining us. Please subscribe, (laughs) leave a rating review, and tell your friends and family about us, especially if they're like, hey, we should start a restaurant. I've got this great location in mind. And you know what? (laughs) It's going for really cheap. And they said that there's a cult in the basement but there could also be a mummy and (laughs) yeah finally always remember if the gods can behave badly so can you